Welcome everybody to the Monster Baby Podcast. Whoa, my name's Ted Demison. I'm Lisa Rowland. This is A Curious Rump Through the Worlds of Mindfulness and Improvisation. Wow. Yeah, we're romping today. We've got a topic that might be near and dear to your heart. Yeah. As it is to ours. Home. Home. We are um, just, we are two weeks away from the end of the year. We're at the, we're in the middle of December and we're just thinking about what sort of like feeling settled and I just had a change in my home. I moved, moved home. She just moved. I moved. And so that's what sort of sparked this. You'll, we'll get into that. But um, an exploration of home. What does it mean? How does it, uh, how do we build it? How do we grow it? What happens if we don't have it? Yeah. yeah. And how does it tie into mindfulness and improv? Okay. So glad you're here. Thanks for joining up for this uh, adventure. And without further ado. Is it adieu or adieu? It's adieu. I've been learning French. You know that, right? Yes. My French is much better. Très mieux. Très mieux. Well, it's not adieu. It's adieu. Without further adieu. Yeah. Okay. Take it away. <laughs> Hit it. Let's go home. Let him let do it. <laughs> What is this game? Okay, so I learned this from Tim Orr, your fellow stalwart bats performer, teacher, inspiration, yes, great improviser. And I think he just kind of does it as a like a let's pass the time and needle each other. Like he'll just walk up to me and he'll give me a choice between an A and B, two things. Just like you know, oh yeah, you great know, sandwich or uh, smoothie. Yeah. Right, and you have to like. Well, I, I'm going to make a choice. I don't know which one. Yeah, and and I just find it so fascinating. I'm not exactly sure. I'd be interested to ask you after we play a little bit why I like it so much. But you just go back and forth. Great. And then the person chooses, and if they want to explain their choice, they can. If you want to debate a little bit, you can. But you just toss them back and forth. So, okay. Sandwich or smoothie? Uh, sandwich. Hmm. Um. Um. Let's see. Milkshake or mud mud pie. Milkshake. Not even sure what a mud pie is. Great. Partition or bollard? Partition. Mm-hmm. Mockingbird or magpie? Mockingbird. Great. Mm-hmm. Levity or brevity? Levity. <laughs> I had a feeling you'd say Levity. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, courage or cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> courage. Okay. Courage. Tincture or tablet? Tincture. Uh, let's see. Mission or accomplished? <laughs> accomplished. Okay. Mm, mission oh. or Pacific Heights? Mission. <laughs> Trot or trundle? Trot. Okay. Um, tigress <laughs> or Cleopatra? Oh, Cleopatra. And what made you pause there? Um, because when you said tigress, I thought, oh, tigress. Okay. Without knowing. I was like, could have got Right, the thing, <laughs> without knowing what the second option was. And then tigress or Cleopatra, and I was like, for some reason, my brain wanted to reason that one out. Yeah, and what I just realized now is I could have also said tigress and Euphrates, and tigress could have been the river as opposed to a tiger Female tiger. Yeah, and it might have been, right. I didn't know. Okay, a tigress, mm-hmm. a tigress or Cleopatra. And then I was like, well, Cleopatra. And then I thought to myself, I'd like to sit down for a cup of coffee with her. Ah, 
That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Like that's she is an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Partridge <laughs> or quail. Well, since I've got a pear tree sitting around, mm-hmm. I'm going to go partridge. It's great. it's seasonal, a seasonal partridge. Sure, great. Um, okay, and I'm going to say um, rose or tulip. Tulip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know the the thing that I the thing that this needs to be is a spontaneity game. I th- and for me, mm-hmm. or else I overthink it. Yeah. So I just need to say a say a word and then come up with a word that goes with okay. it. Okay, interesting. Um, Cantankerous mm-hmm. or obstreperous? Obstreperous. Uh, cantankerous feels a little violent to me. Oh. And leeway or forgiveness? Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Leeway. You're switching your vote. <laughs> I'm switching. <laughs> I'm switching. Leeway. I choose leeway. Mm-hmm. Um, Kleenex or facial tissue? Oh, Kleenex. Yeah. So much more satisfying. Yeah. And, okay, bar stool uh-huh. or coal miner's cart? Bar stool. This is, this, this is, uh, there's also an element to this game you can play. It, like, try to put things that are completely unrelated. Yeah, right. Yeah. Stepladder or Statue of Liberty? Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Crankshaft or Thursday? Crankshaft. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Pumpkin pie or... Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> uh, summer breeze. Ooh, summer breeze. Yeah. Yeah, so let's pause there. Great. So, yeah, what, what's your take? How, I like it a lot. How come? I like this game a lot. Why? I like it a lot because it doesn't make sense. But then it makes a sort of sense. Right. And it tells you something about the other person a little bit. How so? Because you see, I mean, you can make it a little more probing or sensitive. Like you could make it make a little bit more sense. Like you could actually ask questions you want to know. Like what is your preference between this or that? Spring or summer, fall, right? right. Yeah. And the other night I said, uh, I said um, heartbreak or forgetting. Uh-huh. Heartbreak or forget. Yeah. I was like, well, well it, yeah, that tells yeah. you something. It's a little bit of a deeper question. Right. Yeah. So you could play, similar to three things, you could play it in a way that actually serves as a function. Yes. And not just as a spontaneity game. I like, in the spontaneity game, I like starting a category, starting an A, B pair, and not knowing what I'm going to say for the B. Totally. And I also like the idea of trying to be random, trying to randomize them. Uh-huh. And there was a game, a quiz that Christina McFadden, the president of the board of BATS, sent around a while back that was like a measure of how random can you be. Uh-huh. And it's, you know, you try to do 15 words in a row and try to have none of them have anything to do with the previous words. Yeah. And then it measures it somehow to see are they related. And it's really hard. Yeah. But I to, mean, it's like everything in your brain is designed to pattern make to yeah not to mm-hmm. yeah to connect things yeah. not to disconnect them yeah but i think i yeah i think i lo- and it's also del- the piece that is delightful is the times when i had a very strong opinion 
between two things that were not even of the same category, nor did it was a crankshaft or something else. And it was like, oh, clearly. I think I said crankshaft or Thursday. Yes, clearly crankshaft. Right. Yeah, and so why the clarity? What's the Be, well for that is like I like saying that that sound though I okay. like those sounds better. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I like it because it's absurd and it's a exercise in commitment and spontaneity, mm. and I like those things. Mm-hmm. I think on both sides you have to exercise commitment yes. and spontaneity yes. in the answering and in the and then in the posing of the question. I like the element, which is true in some other improv games we've done, of trying to delight the your partner too uh-huh. like ooh, i want to come up with a choice that's going to make you smile at yeah. least yeah, yeah yeah if not have to think about it yeah okay that's nice thanks for playing thanks for teaching <laughs> thank you tim or i don't even know if tim thinks of it as a game but i've been playing it everywhere i can it's <laughs> my, my go-to game okay well so hey today today's episode is sponsored by uh-huh. last sunday's brunch Oh, great. Was it Saturday? Sunday, Saturday. Saturday. Last Saturday's brunch. So my partner, Wendy, and I came over to your partner, Dave, and you. I don't know what the proper possessive form of these pronouns are. And our home. Your, to your new home. Yes. And so. And Ramona's. The and three Ramona's, of us sure. all share and possession of that home and the cats. Uh, but just had a lovely brunch and your new windows and looking out over the hills of San Francisco. Yeah. But I thought, home. We haven't talked about home. Yeah. So we haven't talked in a while in this forum. Yeah. What, what, what's, you have a new place. Yeah. How did this come about? What, what are we talking about? Amazing. So let's see. It happened so quickly. It was, so, it's happened so quickly in a, in a way. Dave and I had started talking about finding a place together. We sort of explored the notion at the beginning of the year. Anyway, whatever. Like, conversations, time passes, things happen. Um, and then you move in. And then we move in. <laughs> and, then, and then you move in. So we started talking about uh, living together and, like, would that make sense and, and when. And I was like, you know, I'm in no rush. I think any time before next June makes sense. And that was exclusively based on the mobility of Ramona and thinking, like, when she's about, when she's over a year, it's gonna, we're gonna really feel tight in that little space. And so I think it would make sense to, to move. And we put that timeline out into the world in like September. I was like, yeah, I think in the next nine months, right? Like I, I, wanna, I would wanna be out. And then we started looking for places maybe a few weeks later, saw this place on Craigslist, thought it was great. My first, my first hit was that place is too good. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. This is too. This two place is too good. Too good because it's too expensive. Or no, too, too good. It's a too nice of a place for me to live in it. Oh, interesting. Isn't it? Like some inner self-loathing. Barrier. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like there's some like I think. Well, I think that there's like some piece of me that is identified with like. A scrappy slumming it, or yeah, not slumming it. I don't feel like I'm slumming it. Okay. I just I, feel I like I went too far. Just sort of like <clears throat> patching a life together in a in a quirky, charming, and uh, tattered way. Okay, sounds like a sitcom. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, some some part of me thinks of myself as a, as a character in a sitcom. I think, mm-hmm. um, and and but this place is so beautiful. It's the middle flat of a of a Victorian. Well, anyway, I'll get into what what it's like. But it's it's a very beautiful place. In, in my kind of beautiful. It's yeah. not everybody everybody's kind of yeah. beautiful, but it's I really loved it. Dave really loved it. 
And it was the first, we saw it in our search. It was the first place we went and saw it in person. We were like, oh my God, this, this is awesome. Like we left and we were both like, I want to live there. Do you want to live there? Nice. Was like, I want to live there. And so we expressed our interest to the landlady and then just for good measure to saw two other places like the next mm-hmm. day that had come up on our search and it was like, oh. Due no, diligence. There is no. No comparison. No comparison. So we took it and and we signed a lease on on Halloween and moved in December one. Unless oh. we had one month, it was like, oh wow, okay. So this happened faster than I anticipated, and it and it's awesome. And this place felt like home the very first moment we right, like as soon as we knew that it would be ours. It we looked around out. with looked around it with ideas of like what will go where, and it was like, oh yeah, this this feels just right. So that was so nice. So, okay, so that's a really interesting point. You quickly felt like it was home. Yeah. Because it was, it's an apartment. It's an apartment. It's a flat. It doesn't feel, it feels more like a house than it feels like an apartment. Okay, but so, I, and we'll get to mindfulness and improvisation down the road here, but yeah. like what, what makes that? Why does this place feel like home? What, what was the, was there a trigger, a, a visual, a sensation? A, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it felt like home. It it has the things that make me feel cozy in that it is not a sterile place. Mm-hmm. It is not full of sort of right angles and um, pristine, uh, you know, it's a 112-year-old building. Yeah. So it's post-earthquake, but just post-earthquake. Mm-hmm. And, and it has a lot of original details. So like funky original chandeliers that I would mm-hmm. never choose. Mm-hmm. But they're original. And so they have this sort of oh, warmth to them. And they have, it's like a lot of dark wood, which is another thing that I think is beautiful, but make, gives the place sort of a heavy feeling. Right. But it is redeemed by its sort of, yeah, just like charm and historic beauty. And the high ceilings and the big, big windows ceilings, with a lot of light. big windows, a yeah. lot of light, wood, beautiful wood floors all throughout, bright light kitchen, mm-hmm. lots of light streams in in the morning. It's like really, I mean, it's just such a treat. It's so beautiful. So, you know, what's, one of the things that's interesting for me is that we came up to help you move a lo- one load from your old apartment to the new place. And when we came up that day, I thought, oh, this is a cool space, the new space. Didn't feel homey. I didn't project like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I thought like, this is curious, interesting space. I could see some possibility here. When we came up a week later yeah, and came up for brunch, it was like, oh, this feels so welcoming and so warm. And so I was asking myself that question, like, what's the difference? Because it's the same space. I clearly... You've got some things set up. There's a couch and like a space that makes me feel like I want to sit down and hang out. And a Christmas tree. And a Christmas tree. And then there was, when we came the first day, the windows in the dining room, or what's your now, your, yeah. I don't know if you're calling it a dining room, that space now is more open because the windows were open and the light was coming in. It was the middle of the day. So, but just the kitchen looked lived in. Yeah. And looked friendly like there was food and we could smell the food and yeah so there's something about sensory for me about sensory experience and the feeling of being drawn in and welcome this feeling of welcome is like a big part of home to me and and then so yeah there's like the physical aspect of like okay you've got stuff set up yeah that's part of it 
And then there's also a feeling tone, a feeling. Yeah. I'm doing my fingers like you were just doing them. Like, yeah. what is this? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, oh, I just want to come in. Like the light on the, the, the New England winter night and you're traveling and you're cold and you don't know where you're going to stop. There's and a there's a light on, on the porch. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, oh, I could stop it there. They'll let me you in. Forward. Yeah. They'll let me in. Okay. I know it's a privileged position to be able to assume that they'll let me in. But anyway. Yeah, right, right. And maybe that's like Christmas season. Where are Mary and Joseph going to go? They're looking for a place to have their baby. They oh, need to. Wow. You know, like it's kind of, that's in there too. As I'm talking about, like this feeling of like, I don't know where to turn, but oh, that's a safe place. A safe place. They'll yeah. take me in and we'll have warmth and friendship and food and merriment and yeah music i mean that's the feeling of home yeah yeah so i had that when we came up for brunch i had that feeling oh, i didn't like, have oh, that this you know? is you know it's interesting i think this may be this is interesting it's an old building which i like there's a couple of things here i think Part of the reason I like it is because it has, it's been, other people's lives have soaked into the building. Mm. There's a hundred years of people have lived in that space. And it's three units and I know who the other people in the building are. Okay. And they all have cats. Okay. And that matters to me. Mm. And the landlady grew up in the building. So the mm-hmm. lady who lives upstairs has moved into that building when she was four years old. So there's a sense of rootedness in the building mm. that I like. In the same way that I feel, I teach improv down at Stanford in this black box theater that I've taught in. And I, I prefer it. There is a newer, quote unquote, nicer theater complex across campus. That is, I think, is better lit and mm-hmm. is, is, has lighter walls and is, is, right, has a very different feeling. And I far prefer to stay in this old black box in the original drama department theater building. And part of it is that there is, it's a warm stage. Mm-hmm. It feels, you can feel the, it's, it's not sterile they are natural yep. materials that yep. have built it that the floor is not is yep. it all of it, it feels you can feel the energy of the people who have created mm-hmm. theater in this space yep. before like yep. you can hear and feel the echo you just feel it yeah there's this idea that that we are joining all of the people who have ever mm. made theater here and we're informed by that mm. work that's been done here like i think space is sure yeah yeah, so I like that. There's an anima, Whoa. if you will. <laughs> that I, I'm one. I find it fascinating that both of us now live in places where the owner, the landlord, grew up in that space. Mm, yeah. So, my landlord Linda, the woman who owns the house where I live, grew up here. Like her family moved in a year after the place was built in the yeah. late '50s, and just that was her. That was her place. So, okay, so there's this space, there's the feature. I'm hearing you say that like more welcoming tones or textures or a softness, nothing, not so sterile, but that you also mentioned people. Yes. And there's like, there's the history of people 
who have been in a certain space that make it feel like home. And then there's also the people that you're with there now. Like, could you feel home or did you feel home in your previous apartment before you lived with Dave when you were more totally single? I absolutely did. But I know my, I knew my neighbors. Mm. So like I would walk home and I knew I could like pop upstairs. My upstairs neighbor is named Lisa and I could pop up there and like get half and half if I needed for coffee or she would come down. We'd have a glass of wine on the patio. Like, and I knew my neighbors to the, um, whatever that's to the South. Uh, I knew like the people living in the building over and they would open their window and pop out when I was on my patio. And it felt like, Oh, I am known here. Okay. So being and known, I know yeah. people here. Yeah. So I, and I, that felt very important to me that I know and am known mm-hmm. in a, in a community. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I did not imagine that that could be a requirement of where we would live because mm-hmm. that takes time to build. And I was getting ready. I was like, okay, all right. It's time to like ramp up, mm-hmm. putting in effort, attention, and energy to be to befriending my new community, where, wherever that, is, wherever we find a place. Mm. I was like ready to like build my yeah. people, like like go go gadget connection builders. So you're like, there's an element of being stitched into the people around you. Yeah, yeah. I have. I mean, I've been here for seven years, and I'm sort of. I feel like this year, maybe since COVID, even like I've been purposely reaching out and I feel more connected and now I will have conversations with people when I see them and yeah we'll help we'll help that way I having a primary partner yeah you know it's also like does that then replace the need for community connection not for me not for you I think it would I think it would for some people right it becomes the yeah it's I, I, I keep, love it I, in a way I feel like I'm I'm wired to be in partner, maybe we all are, but like, I feel like I'm, it feels great to live with my partner. Mm-hmm. feels really great. Mm-hmm. Not just cause I like him, but like, I like that way of being, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I still put effort into, into the uh, community stitching into the people around. Yeah. Into the people. There's some element that, that is like for me, and maybe it's cause I'm an introvert. But if I've got my person at home, then it feels like it's just, I feel taken care of. Uh-huh. You know, there's a, there's a, a relaxation that shows up. And there are also other times where like, mm, no, I felt more at home when I was by myself. Hmm. Because I had, I could just, like the all of me could fill the space. Yeah. I didn't have to contract to make sure there was room for somebody else. Yeah. And you know, to be generous and like, well... Yeah, I want to play music right now, but you're sleeping, so yeah. I'm not going to do that. Oh, so this is the the feeling of just somehow it's interesting. Freedom and home yeah. can go together for me somehow. Um, but I keep coming up with the image of the little kid with mom or dad at the playground, holding on to the pant leg, and then venturing out to the little merry-go-round and having like five minutes of excitement and then running back to mom or dad to the pant leg. Like, yeah. Oh my God, that was great. And like, that's home. Yeah. And then you go out and you venture out and yeah. then you come back. And you yeah, 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 yeah. That, that place to check in with after an adventure, mm-hmm. you come back and check in. So if it's a partner's like, oh, let me tell you my stories. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened. Or what was your work day like? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And you like, you can let your guard down like, okay. Whew. Yeah. Put your soft pants on. 
Like, come in, take yeah. the jeans off, put your soft pants on. Put your PJs on, right. Yeah. That's, I, I've never heard that expression. I was thinking, like, put your big boy pants on. Oh, no. No, take your big boy pants off. And put your soft <laughs> put pants your on. Put your jammies on, yeah. Or your sweatpants or your leggings yeah. or whatever, you know, your soft pants. Yeah. And I know, for me, when I have moved, the things that have made my place feel like home, plants, mm-hmm. artwork, mm-hmm. Um, and having my, I think, my kitchen and my office set up. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like, okay, I can do what I need to do. Got my stuff's in place. Everything else can find its way. Everything else, but I've got plants and art to soften things up, yeah. make it visually pleasing, a little beautiful. Yeah, put some life in the place. And then, then we're good to go. Yeah. I was highly uptight about where the couches go. It's like, where does the couch go? Uh, before you moved? Yeah. Where are we going to put that? Like, many times. Yeah. Well, that's because you your couch is a beloved couch. My couch is a beloved couch, and I... And the couch for me is like, it's the nest. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. you settle into the couch. And yeah. that's where you go to like relax after a day or ta- whatever, you know, drink, yeah. you drink wine. And right now we drink wine and eat chocolate on the couch. That sounds decadent. It's lovely. Yeah. And it's just every night. <laughs> now, couch more than bed. Well, the bed is obvious. Of course, we know where the bed goes. But the couch, there was some question about like, what, uh, mm. where's it going to go? And where are we going to hang out? And how's it going to be? Mm-hmm. So I was like, where is the couch going to go? Like, how are we going to do that? Where do we put the couches? Like, where, like in my mind, where is our, where is that? Mm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where's the nest? That's your, yeah, your home anchor, your nest. Okay, speaking of nests, a little side, side note here on nests. Yeah. I don't know if it's relevant. Uh, at Wendy's place in Mountain View, yeah, she's got a patio, second floor. Birds, little doves, come and make nests uh, in the eaves above where she sits in the morning, where Wendy sits in the morning. It's so cool. Like she's gotten to be good friends with them. Yeah. But then every now and then they'll just like drop a whole bunch of poop. No nest material. Oh. <laughs> and you see them go back and get a little brand, a little stick. And come they're back. like, oh, do repairs. Yeah. yeah. And then there was another time where another dove had made a nest at the top of the stairs going up to the public stairs going up to her place. And we were coming out and there was, <laughs> there was like sticks all over the stairs, like the whole nest had fallen. Oh. And we walked past and we looked up and there was this little dove looking forlorn, forlorn. We couldn't tell whether she was forlorn or demonic. Uh huh. Like whether she had purposely, like, cause there were some broken eggs. Down at the bottom. Do, oh, there yeah. were broken eggs. I know. So is it like really forlorn or demonic or like maybe we're just projecting everything and the bird's just like, what just happened? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I got to start again. I just got here. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that idea of like building a nest and then it just falling. Oh, it's just heartbreaking to me. Heartbreaking. There was this moment of we looked up and the bird was looking right at us. We're like, it felt like the bird was saying, what do I do? Yeah. But we don't know that, what the bird was saying. Right. Uh, I don't know why I mentioned that. Maybe we also, the bird was like in for some insurance money and was yeah, like, all exactly. right, I'm going to destroy, I'm going to destroy this thing. Right. Does it look, looking down at us like. Does it look convincing? Is it legit? Is it legit? <laughs> Would you believe it? Are you an insurance If agent? you were my. Uh, and we also had birds on the, in the eaves outside my porch mm. where the two, my two monster baby podcasts love to watch. Yeah. Bird could, watch. The birds could not see the cats, but the cats could see the birds. Perfect. Birds are no longer there. So, you know. They moved. They've, they, they they've moved shifted house. home. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Home. Uh, I don't know what this has to do with improper mindfulness. I mean, I love talking about it, but I don't know. Okay. What. Well, here, here's a little, here's a little um, contemplation B Ooh. for your podcast bonnet. Oh my! All right. <laughs> I don't know that that image works, but I'm going with it. Sure. Uh, okay. Let's think of mindfulness. We've been talking about home as externally influenced. Uh-huh. What is home internally? What's an internal home? How, and how do you get there? Oh. How do you feel at home with yourself? Whoa. Whoa. Pew, mic drop. Well, don't drop the mic because it'll make too much noise. But Whoa. How do you feel at home with yourself? So that you are your home. Exactly. Like, what does it mean? My first thought when I asked myself that question something about breath hmm. right like in, in mindfulness we all, we often talk about coming home to the breath mm-hmm. coming home to the present moment that there's coming home that there's something about like you know, you're wandering off in the projection to the future or wandering off in your memories of the past like come back home because home is you know the safe place is actually here now the future and the past are really like gets troublesome we go on trips right? to the future and the past yeah thinking about what's happening in the present but so anyway coming back to the breath is like that way to get back to the present moment oh, i love that so that could be one one sense of home do i feel at home in myself hmm i guess the other thing that makes me think of is like like a question of alignment with mm. like how I am and how I want to be. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the times that I haven't been at home in myself or with myself are when I'm putting a lot of effort into pretending things are different than they are. Mm-hmm. Usually that's when I'm in a relationship that is not working. Okay, so this, I think this is distinct from what you just said because I thought you were going to go one direction. You said... In alignment with how you, did you say want to be? Yeah, like, I guess in alignment with your values. Like, yeah, I'm right, showing up. Your, I'm showing up as who I. Yeah. Okay. Right. Who I am. So your aspirations. Showing up like honestly. Yeah, because to me that sounds different, right? Like, there's there's an alignment of congruence with like, okay, what I'm presenting is who I am. Yeah. Which is a little bit different from what I'm presenting is who I want to. I'm being in alignment with who I want to be. Yeah, I think that those are different. I do think those are different, and yeah. I mean the first one. Okay. Because I think that, well, I, go, I don't know. My hit is that like there, there can be plenty of ways that I, that I wish I were that I'm not yet, mm-hmm. and I don't think I need to wait to be that in order to feel at, safe in myself. Right. At home, in myself, or like... I guess I, other words that that I think work for at home is like settled yeah. or calm mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And so that's not to the that's not that's not to the exclusion of wanting to be different, maybe, but like right. or having aspirations or goals or working towards something or wanting yeah. you know wanting to to be able to be a different way. Um, that feels like the wanting to be a different way or having aspirations. That feels like the going out into the world 
and then the coming home is like the self-acceptance like of who you are right now. It's Isn't fine. This is good. Right. And this is the sort of soft pants equivalent. Yeah. Is like, I'm just going to accept myself as I am. I don't need to change. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I've got some, I'm putting air quotes on this, faults, yeah, right. some flaws. Or some, some ways that I, thing, some ways that I want to be different. Yeah. Or that I haven't lived up to my ideals. And right now I'm going to accept myself. And let my guard down, relax my shoulders, relax my jaw. It's like being a friend to yourself, yeah, too. Nice. Like there's some like kindness or yeah. acceptance or love. And and maybe even when, maybe even when, like as long as if there, yeah. Yeah. I think there's like honesty, like being honest with yourself. Like, oh yeah, I'm just, here I am. Yeah. And it's that, it's almost like that putting the light on, on the porch for yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, you've been out in the dark for a while. Come on back. Come on back. Come on back. Here yep. you are. Here yep. you are. You're okay. And we're happy you're back. Anytime. Come on back in. Yeah, come on back in. So that's that's one way I thought of home really connected to, to mindfulness is that, you know, and, and I think that... Like, can you be your own home? Yeah, and that having a practice, meditating or walking or breathing or whatever it is that you're choosing to do... It's like a practice do, of coming back home. As an intentional, like, okay... I know I'm going to be welcome when I get back home, but I'm going to actually turn myself towards home. Yeah. Well, and and it's like, it's like you're building your relationship with home. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the thing that, that reminds me of is like, I I have met people who live in places that look like they've just moved in for years. Yeah. Like they just never make their home a place they want to be Mm -hmm. or put any effort into And maybe that's just, I mean, you know, it wouldn't feel like home to me. Maybe it totally feels like home to them. So interesting. Yeah. You know, maybe it's like, yeah, they, they don't need, they don't need things on the walls in order for this place to feel like home. They don't need things to, right. to be aesthetically pleasing in order to have this place feel like home. And I do. You well, you're, you're hitting on something that's, that's cool to me, partly because I just had something happen that is part of it. But that there's something about effort that helps make a place feel like home too. Yeah. So after Sweat we were equity. after we exactly after we were at your place, yeah. Wendy and I came back and we took out this massive juniper bush that had been sprawling across the front lawn and just in the last year had accelerated. And it took Wendy a long time to convince me to take it out. But like, all right, finally. So we rented tools and put in the sweat and like cutting this thing up and trimming and hauling the branches and putting them on the side of the house and figuring it all out and sweeping and raking and and it's now it looks clear now there's a space for what are we going to put here now yeah but it feels more like home because we put this effort in yeah it's like i could make this a little i could make this a little bit nicer that's right and i'm going to because my experience of this place is important yeah and so everything that we're just saying now including like the words you just used we could apply to ourselves. I'm going to put that effort into myself too. Yeah, because the, my experience of myself is important. Yeah. So whether it's I'm going to take a class, I'm going to learn how to communicate better, I'm going to learn how to be less reactive. I'm going to, I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to I'm take going an to, improv class. Yeah, like right, what, Dave? what makes your home feel, yeah, right. Like what makes your home feel, yeah. So the, yeah, get, what makes your relationship to yourself feel safer, more... Joyful, welcoming, more, more positive, yeah. more, yeah. Yeah. Like a place you want to be. Yeah, cool. Okay. So nice. I, that 
that seems like a pretty that's, not not even fanciful connection to mindfulness. Like that's, that's so nice. That's so nice. Yeah, yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> God, this is a great podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take it. The, let's take another notch. Whoa! Ratchet this up. Whoa! All right, I got something for it for improv. For improv, you got yeah. A connection. Okay. Similar to this uh, question of like external, internal, and where does home feel like? And, and I think home is the people. More so in improv. Yes. Say more. I have often said, I, almost every time I teach the class, I say this because people like to think about improv as without you, you, you without a net. It's theater without a net. There's no safety net. Mm-hmm. But when they say that, they mean there's no blocking script. We don't know how it's going to end. We don't know what to say next. We're totally out uh, on our own. But we're not on our own because we have each other. Right. So the net is portable. The net. It doesn't matter what we're saying. It matters who we're there with and the mm. strength of the connection of those people. That's mm-hmm. our net. It's mm-hmm. this little mobile safety net. Mm-hmm. So it's not a net that tells you what to say next, but it's a net that tells you you're okay. Mm. You know, that mm-hmm. you're not, you're not, the stakes are not, it's not what people think not knowing what to say next feels like. It feels right. very safe to not have the next line because you're with a bunch of really, other people on stage who are going to yeah. just be there with you. And... Do I presume correctly? I mean, I, I have my own experience, but for you, that there are improvisers that you feel more at home with. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that is a, a lot of, you know, people who I've played a lot with and mm-hmm. feel like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I feel yeah. totally safe. I'm talking about feeling safe. Mm-hmm. I feel totally safe with these people, which is why it's so troubling when something happens where it's like, oh, my God. Suddenly I didn't, I didn't. Like somebody made a call that's like left me feeling unsafe. Mm. Um, uh, unconnected. It felt like you you left me there. It feels really destabilizing when mm-hmm. somebody that is part of your home, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for what for any number of reasons. Like this is not out of malice. This is just like something happened. You know, something right. happened. Right. Attention moved somewhere else. But why it feels so profound? Does I mean this is an interesting question to ask in COVID time. But does the do you feel a home relationship to space as well? Like Bayfront Theater for Bats. Yeah. Right? I presume that feels like your home theater. Totally. And that when you're there, there's a feeling of familiarity, confidence, strength, ease that you wouldn't have in a new space. Maybe you'd feel more alive, more alert in a new space, but that something about the Bayfront would be You know, it's interesting. I don't know that the Bayfront, I don't know that my play at the Bayfront is better, but it absolutely feels like home. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm... I've been there forever. Because you know where the, you know the, where the light switches are. I know how to use the space. I know, you know, like all that stuff. It's all familiar. Yeah. Right. So there's an an element of familiarity too that that comes in the home of like, I know the roots. I know this place. Yeah. But that, that was the, this is the, okay, this is the weird thing. Out in the world, there are places that I've gone, cities that I remember being in going, oh, this could feel like a home city to me. This feels like mm-hmm. I could live here. And other okay. cities where I'm like, this is beautiful, but it's not my city. Yep. So there's something also yep. that is like so, on some like vibrational level that says, oh, yeah, you could, this could feel like home. Yep. And so I, in improv. 
And like this, this apartment felt like home immediately. Right, right. It didn't take ramp up to. Yeah, you saw ooh. that. You saw that right away. Yeah, right. but I have another parallel. But I'll hold it. Yeah, hold. Just a, I was going to say that in improv for me, there are improvisers that I feel that way with. Just something about the way this person plays, the way they carry themselves. It's like, oh yeah, I could I could be home with this person. Mm-hmm. I don't. I've just met them. I don't know what it is. Chemistry. There's like there's a, a chemistry. There's a chemistry that feels like that feels like home. And yeah, I mean, I could find astrological solutions, or maybe there's a past life something. I don't know what that is, or maybe it's just I like the way they stand, or they're wearing a, the right color shirt. Yeah. But there's something about that that um, that feeling of familiarity and delight and welcome. Again, welcome for me, the word that shows up. Like, oh yeah, I feel like they want and, me to be there and I want them to be there and we're good and let's go. And safety. Because there are some people that I'm like, oh, it's very exciting to play with this person, but it doesn't feel like home. Mm-hmm. It feels like, I don't know what's going to happen. And like, there's a part of me that's very excited by that. But like, but there's un- there's a level of unpredictability that is maybe a little bit scary. So I- I'm thinking of, you know, I- I've been here in California this time for seven years now. Bet was here for seven years before at another time in my life. And so, you know, it, there are many ways it feels like home. But when I go back to New England. You're home. It's like, oh, you have these trees, these roots, these <laughs> roads. And part of it is that familiarity thing of like, yeah, I know how to get from, you know, uh, Alston to Everett and now to take the back road and before GPS I could have avoided traffic you know like to know all that insider stuff or where the water's going to come and when it rains which way the water goes into the drain like all those little details yeah yeah I know that stuff about New England yeah or the the way the sun the temperature or the light in autumn just it's it's I guess it's that familiarity, familiarity. That, that's like oh it's California I love the autumn light, but it's not like New England or the rain here in California is cool great we need water I love rain yeah but it's not like the rain back in New England yeah so there's there's something about that familiarity and I, and I'm thinking of for me I guess improv you know I think of Bats as my improv home mm-hmm. or Bats slash Stanford improvisers. Mm-hmm. Those are the places where I feel like, yeah, I can go back and... I can kind of belong there. I, I kind of fit in. Yeah. You know. Interesting. I've never been part of the Bats company. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a little feeling of like, I'm part of the Bats community. Yeah. But improv-wise, actually, I, I would say there's a little bit. It's like, I'm not quite home. Uh-huh. It's my improv exploration home, but yeah. not performance. Whereas with the Stanford Improvisers... Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I'm I'm one of these people. Yeah, you know, so that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Any other any other links or ties to home and improv that you home prov? Well, I guess it's really good to be off balance in improv. Hmm. So the idea of welcoming a not so home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get out of your home. Get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Get out of your comfortable place where you get how this is going to go and you can trust it all. It's like, and probably that's true with a lot of things. 
but whereas you whereas I don't I guess I guess you want to push it in the in the sort of like feeling at home in yourself you want to push it by like putting yourself in new new context and mm-hmm. cha- challenging situations learning new things or or get doing something that doesn't feel natural mm-hmm. and therefore is a little uncomfortable that feels important mm-hmm. um, like trying a new format or doing musical improv or working or with new people with or new people yeah and i i think of the the huge benefit I, I still think most americans don't even realize how much they're missing of getting out of the country getting out of the country and like, go, go, go live somewhere go else. see improv in colombia go see improv in russia probably yeah. doing some cool stuff and maybe you'd be like oh my god this is horrible but maybe you'd be like oh my god I never thought of it that way yeah and this is as much improv as what we're doing back and home fill is. in the blank improv for anything else exactly go eat food go gather yeah. go have a dinner party go you know like mm-hmm. anything go grocery shopping go like <laughs> in all in these different places and just like be yeah be out of your home yeah have your for me there's the the welcoming of humility right so it's again it's the, the thing that you're talking about like making the choice to improve yourself to like all right, i'm going to recognize i'm going to go out and find out where my thinking is limited or where my, where i'm where my blind spots are yeah and then kind of have that oh crap I, i'm way off let me expand my abilities. Let me expand my sensitivity. Let me, so I can now handle this too. Yeah. And then come back home. Yeah. And then come back home. It's like, it's like go have Having the adventure, bring it back home. To. Yeah. And, and I'm aware that, you know, there are some people who home matters more than others, right? And again, yeah, this could be astrological. If you're a cancer person, maybe like home is like, that's where you're going to hang out. Yeah, if you're Sagittarius, any- you're just out floating around all the time because that's your thing. But, yeah. Um, However, I found, I found, like, I am a Sagittarius, and I don't know what, m- much about what that means. But if what you just said is part of it, I found myself very, very uncomfortable in the process of moving mm. because I w- was not at home in my old place and I was not yet at home in my new place. Right. Like, neither place felt like okay i'm now i'm here i was yep. like, I'd pulled up roots but i hadn't yet set them down and it was like very destabilizing like triggering in a yeah. way i was like oh i can't oh, i don't like yeah. this i just don't like any of it it was like very hard yeah so, maybe that's just human related question do you feel like walnut creek where you grew up is home no no i mean it's where i grew up but when you go back there you don't feel that kind of relaxation of like I feel relaxed because there's parking and my parents have a very comfortable couch and I, you know, but it's also the house looks totally different than it did when I grew up in it, which I don't know if that matters or if my home has transferred to San Francisco. Okay. So what I've learned on this podcast is that for you, home equals couch. Couches are very important. (laughs) Couches are very important. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I, but it's, but like. Oh, I'm going. I guess I say I'm going home. I say I'm going to my folks' place. Mm. It feels home. It, it does. It feel like home. No, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't. My place feels like home. Mm-hmm. The, Dolores Park feels like home. Yeah, the, yeah. So this is fascinating. I think I, I'm trying to think of what I say. Am I going home to New England? 
It's like, what's, where's my essential? Where do I connect I think with they my say mind? I'm going to go visit my, my dad or my mom or, you know, whichever of the two I'm going to say. But an interesting thing, when Wendy and I went to France and we got to her place, the summer home that she grew up in, in summers, and it was unbelievable how she shifted, shifted her like whole face, her body, you know, like usually in the morning she like really wants to cuddle and like be close and to check in and in Cavalier she was like whoosh, up wow. out you can sleep if you want to Ted but I'm out I'm going I'm doing my I'm, I'm out in the, in the uh, front yard at the table with my coffee and just enjoying the birds and the trees and totally happy it was like who who is this person wow that's really interesting yeah and it was I attributed part of it to the language mm-hmm I'm part of it to the space that for her cavalier represents it's this mythical yeah happiness place yeah understandably because it's great but it's and she just yep everything's fine we're all good yeah there was something about her literally her face and her shoulders just like relaxed ah. oh my god what a it's like oh you're home now and a hard thing to leave that yeah, and to be an expat. She talks often about being an expat and how you never feel at home because you can't go back. Like if she goes back to France, you know, she realizes, oh my God, the French ways of living are like, she misses things about being in the States, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Customer service being one. Like there's no such thing as customer service in France. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then when she's here, it's also not home because people don't understand French culture and it's so different from American culture and so much more direct in some ways. And you know, it's just anyway, all the different, but she's straddling these two and can feel she's got one foot there. Where's the other foot? If she's got the other foot here, where's the, you know, yeah. Yeah. A fascinating thing. What is it? It's really interesting to witness that. Right. And then to wonder, Okay, so to what extent can you build home inside yourself? So coming, circling back around, I think there's an element to which we can build home in ourselves. But that it's, it's connected to place, it's connected to people, it's connected to physical space, yeah. you know, whether it's a home or a tent or like a that clothing. process is part of it. Yeah. But it's not, the process of building home in yourself is part of it. Yeah. But it's not all of it. And it can ease transitions in difficult times if you feel like, okay, I'm still at home with myself. I'm okay. I'm and, okay. And yet we are designed to be stitched into it's people like, and places. It's like I kept, I was worried about Ramona, her transition. Like, uh, everything is sort of like torn, torn apart in her old place. And my sister was like, she's got you. She's fine. Yeah. Like you're her home. Yeah. If you're there. She's got you. She's she's with you. She's her safety is clear. Like she's babies are adaptable and they're resilient. If they have their right the anchor is their do person. Th- do you think that I mean who knows what unfortunately babies don't get to report in the way we might like. Yeah. But I don't know. I would imagine that space would probably still make a difference. Like I think it does I think it does. Like something about the how your old apartment smelled versus the new apartment or well, it's like looked like she light. notices it, but I don't think it's troubling. No, I'm saying would it be like 15 years from now if you somehow were able to bottle 
the smell or the feel of your old place. Yeah. And she felt that would she suddenly feel calm because it's like, oh, like this is the deep. original, this is original yeah, home. me. Right. I don't know. Okay. Cool. That's some stuff. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I love my new place. I love your new place too. Cool. Well, th- thanks for that conversation. Thanks for taking on the topic. And uh, I just, I, there's something about this time of year. It's kind of fun to think about home. I mean, really, it was your move that, that prompted it. Yeah. Nice to think oh, of it. Oh, there was one other interesting thing. Okay. I don't know if this will, who knows? This, this could a be a little door-nodding. collage of thoughts. Okay. But my neighbor Lisa came to see the new place and she said, I feel like you grew up. Mm. Because I'd been in my old place since for 13 years. Yeah. And she goes, oh my God, I feel like you grew up. And that's what it feels like. It's like, oh my God, this yeah. is a grown-up house. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, Lisa, in a way it felt like I couldn't grow up in that place. Mm. I'm not different. Maybe I am. I don't know. I'm sending out holiday cards for the first time this you year. So maybe I am. You you know, are, maybe you I are. have grown up in There's the last evidence. two weeks. Um, but... But there, that was that was interesting. The mm-hmm. sort of influence on of space, on uh, it's like, um, like I had, I like a goldfish has grown yep. to the space yep. available, and so I couldn't grow anymore. Right. Maybe right in yep. in a certain way, and now there's like, yeah. oh, there's room, and so I can grow a little bit more. So that's sort of interesting. Yeah, thinking of a chicken and an egg, chick in an egg, a chick. A chick in an egg. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, I got to peck my way out of this Yeah, thing. like I can't, I'm, I'm getting too big now. I got to go. Yeah. Um, that totally makes sense to me. Yeah. And it's like I had a baby so that we were literally more, but, but, uh, and, and so when she said that, when she said, I feel like you've grown up, I thought, I don't think I could have grown up there. The space or, or was. Or you, you couldn't have grown up more. Like you did grow up. Yeah. I grew up. And then. To, to the point where yeah. I am now and I needed a different space to be mm-hmm. able to take the next steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels really great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of snake shedding its skin. Hermit crabs trading out shells. Hermit trading shells. Uh, butterflies. Cocoon. I'm growing the cocoon. Time to fly. Yeah. But choose your metaphor. Choose your metaphor. But, goldfish. But slowly dying. Okay. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of goldfish, there's an image. What was the image? Uh, we're looking at. Some some image of a goldfish jumping into a new, a new improv wisdom cover. It's not jumping into a new bowl, but it's there's like a. It looks like the goldfish has just landed in this bowl. Yeah, no, no, no. In this this image, it was a goldfish jumping into a larger bowl. Oh, but the way the the trajectory of the fish jumping out, it was like. That fish is not going to make it into the new bowl. It's going to hit the outside lip of the oh, big bowl. Oh, so sad. So it's like it's supposed to be suggesting breaking out of limitations. But, like, but it's like, this it's, is... It's not going to succeed. This is really just sad. <laughs> this is like, you're trying to leave home. It's not going to work. Yeah. So You got a, you got another thing coming. <laughs> maybe choose a different image. But whatever but, your metaphor is for or home. Or just shift the trajectory. Just like... Shift your trajectory. Phys- like, a, like consult a, phys- a physicist. Yeah. 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 So, okay. In any case, thank you for the conversation. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for the topic. And uh, happy holidays and may your home be... Merry and bright. Merry, <laughs> merry and bright outside and inside. Oh, yes. External and internal. Keep your little internal porch light on, right on. for yourself.
Okay. That's it, people. All right. Later. There it is. There it is. Thanks, Ted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was fun. That it's was fun. Inter- I was interested. I, it's been a while since I've gone in fully blind into a topic, but I feel like we landed on some nice things. Well, it's been a while since we had a topic. That's true. Uh, so I felt like maybe a little little backlog of energy, but but a lot has happened yeah. since we last casted. It's true. And so congratulations on your move, and thanks for letting us use that as fodder for our our journey here. So yeah, thanks. Um, Thanks. This was good fun. What are you going to take away from the conversation? Well, you know, it's funny. I I will say right now when you say that, it's like a lot has happened and it's true. A lot has happened. I moved and it all felt so, it doesn't feel, it feels so, I I feel really settled in the upheaval. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like upheaval. It feels like, this feels like a very obvious what comes next. So it feels like there is a rightness and an obviousness to doing to doing this mm. to, to making this move it doesn't feel like a hard left turn that's a nice metric of like yeah. yes or no just to a choice is like does it feel like home does, can it feel like home quickly yeah does it settle and there's in? an there's an element where you don't know and i didn't right. know i'm surprised by how at home mm-hmm. but it's there is sort of like a does this 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 seems obvious does it feel like it's obvious mm-hmm. does it feel like the right it feels obvious it just feels like the yeah. thing to do now. So yeah. that's nice. I'm, from our conversation, taking away this kind of, I don't know if it's a, quite a paradox, but like that there are aspects of home that are physical and environmental, you know, the the light and the, the texture of the environment and all that kind of stuff. They're cues that make things feel like home or not. And then there's the people, and then there's just this internal feeling that... Mm-hmm. that all three of those matter and that we can nurture or strengthen any of them yeah. to improve this feeling of home. And then also still, like you said, towards the end, get out. Get out. Don't just stay there. Go out, try some stuff out, come back home. Yeah. You know, to have that Also, this, this piece of like outgrowing your home is interesting. Mm-hmm. That, last, that last bit about like, if you're in the same context you've always been in, it could be hindering your ability to, to, to grow. Right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, cool. Right on. Well, I'm excited to see how your new space shifts your life and what comes out of it. And I don't think I'm switching up homes, but who knows what the juniper bush is going to look like. Hey, the juniper bush is an important, I mean, it's a, it's a move. Talk about a metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're not going to get into that, but y'all can just imagine what that means. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, hey, if you are interested in reaching out to us, info at monsterbabypodcast.com. Thank you for listening. And uh, if you have the inkling, um, go to Apple Podcast or Google Play or Google Podcast or whatever your th- platform is. Leave us a review. Yeah. Tell people what you think because it's that, nice to hear. Helps get the word out. And uh, we just passed 60,000 downloads. So we're on our way. I don't know where. To where? We don't know. We're just kidding. We do this. It's nice when people listen. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for being with us and uh, have a wonderful holiday season. And uh, we'll see you in the new year. Yeah. Stay warm. Stay connected. All the good things. Love you. Bye. Bye.